Hello, sons, and hello, brothers. It's time again for the Stuff I Want to Say, Mostly to Men podcast. And today, we're in the second part of a four, maybe five-part series about building better relationships, building better relationships, and everything about being a man. This is about relationships. And last week on our podcast, we talked about love, the importance of love, in relationships and this week we're talking about honor the importance of honor in relationships next week we'll talk about forgiveness maybe we'll talk about forgiveness twice in two episodes and then about mercy and so you have love honor forgiveness or humility and mercy love honor humility and mercy these are qualities that that men want to develop in Christ to be the kinds of husbands and fathers and grandfathers and employers and employees that we ought to be, the softball players and such, the love, honor, humility, and mercy. And so these things contribute to powerful relationships. Years ago, I was speaking at a conference, and it was a big privilege, a large conference I got to speak to. And so I was up early preparing for this conference, and Wanted to do a really good job, and, and I really would wanted a cup of coffee, but I didn't want to take a break from my writing and preparation to get the coffee, and our son Chuck was just driving. He might have been 16 or 17 years old, and, I, and then he got up, and I said, Chuck, do you mind going to Starbucks and grabbing us some coffee? And so he left to go get coffee, and it took him forever to get back. I couldn't believe how long it took. And after a while, I was like so craving that coffee. Finally, he came in. And I'm, hey, did you give me my coffee? And he had, he kind of didn't answer. I looked and he had a crestfallen look on his face. And I said, what's wrong? And he goes, dad, I got your coffee all the way here. But when I was closing the door to the van, your coffee spilled. I said, are you kidding me? Let me see the cup. And I looked and I said, is there anything left in the cup? And I looked at nothing. I'm so disappointed. But I knew that he he looked sad, so I looked up at him and I smiled. And I said, that's all right, don't worry about it. And he looked relieved, which was good that I didn't get angry at him because later that day in the conference where I was speaking, I was privileged to be paired up with a wonderful conference speaker named Charles Smalley. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Gary Smalley. <laughs> Charles is a different guy. Gary Smalley was speaking, and he's the guy that was famous for writing a book called The Key to Your Child's Heart. He wrote some other books, The Power of Honor. And a lot of what he talks about in The Power of Honor is influenced me in what I'm going to talk to you about today. But I'm glad that I was careful with Chuck's heart that morning because I heard Gary Smalley speak, and it reminded me of that wonderful book, The Key to Your Child's Heart, in which he talks about the importance of not wounding your child's heart. And I think that was critical for when we were raising the kids. We talk about the power of honor and the importance of honor in a man understanding honor or how to show honor. It's very powerful in the home. Marriage, the Bible says, should be treated with honor. Let marriage be held in honor among all. Let the marriage bed be undefiled. God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Hebrews 13, 4. 1 Peter 3, 7 says, Husbands, Live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they're heirs with you of the grace of life, 
so that your prayers may not be hindered. So marriage should be treated with honor. Wives should be treated with honor. A man should understand honor. Wives should honor husbands. Ephesians 5.33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself. Let the wife see she respects her husband. A wife should show, show respect, admiration, honor to her husband. Honor is an important thing in a family. In relationships, honor is important. Mothers and fathers should be shown honor. That's the fifth commandment. Honor, that's exactly what it says. Honor your father and mother. This is true in the home. Honor is important in the church. Elders should be treated with honor. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. 1 Timothy 5.17. And Romans 12.10 says everyone should show honor to every other person. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. So in the family and in the church, Honor for everyone is important, and that's what Peter says, 1 Peter 2, 17. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. A young man came to my study today. He's a recent convert, and he was in prison. He's out, and he's just on fire for God. And I noticed in the community, he's just on fire for God. He's out just doing God's work, and he's just passionate for Christ and getting things done. I had nothing to do with this, but he came in my study today and I just was looking at him and thinking to him, I need to encourage this guy. I need to show him special honor. And I tried to encourage him and, uh, and you know, send him on his way. And then I sent him a follow-up text to, to encourage him further. This is what scriptures say we should do. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. The most common man or woman in the church should be treated with special honor. Here's what the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 12, 23 through 25, and on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. So go find somebody, just the simplest and most common man or woman in the church, and show them honor. Um, when children are offended, it would be better if people were drowned, Jesus said. Children should be shown honor. Widows should be shown honor. Honor widows who are truly widows, 1 Timothy 5.3. Uh, the elderly should be honored. Leviticus 19.32 says, You shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man. You shall fear your God. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19.32. So as you can just see from the scriptures that I've read, honor is vital for every part of life. Honor, there's, honor is powerful in marriage, in parenting, grandparenting, in the church, in the world. The power of honor Anywhere in the world, I watched a documentary of a movie called The Kindness Diaries about a guy, not a believer, who went all the way around the world on a little yellow motorcycle, and he was traveling on the kindness of people. His theory was that he would that people would feed him and house him and put gas in his motorcycle, and he would be able to go all the way around the world just on the kindness of people. And people sent him all around the world, and then he would often bless the neediest of them with things. 
showing them honor, they were showing him honor. Honor is applicable anywhere in the world. Employers should be shown honor. This is 1 Timothy 6.1. Let all who are under a yoke as bondservants regard their own masters as worthy of all honor so that the name of God and the teaching may not be reviled. Honor employers. The king and the common man should have honor. 1 Peter 2.17 says honor everyone. As I, I quoted this before, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the emperor or, or the leader or the president. The Lord himself bestows honor on people. John 12, 26 says, If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. And Psalm 91, 14 and 15 say, Because he has loved me, I will rescue him and I will honor him. And, and Paul wrote in Philippians 4, 8, Famously, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is, here it is, honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Honor. Honor is important. It's commanded by God. Marriage relationships, parent-child relationships, relationships within the church, evangelism and discipleship relationships, work and career relationships, all of them depend on this ability to show honor to people. This may be something you have overlooked, and I'm challenging you to think about this show honor. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, um, Gary Smalley and John Trent wrote a book about showing honor. In it, they they give three simple steps of showing honor. I've modified them a little bit, but I want to pass them along. And here, here they are, three ways to show honor in three simple steps. One is, Make a decision. Two is make a list of all the good things about the person and think about them. Three is express what's on the list consistently and creatively. Now let's go over those three things. So what we're going to do here is how to show honor. So imagine this is your wife, your child, your grandchild, somebody at your church, somebody at your work. First of all, number one, three steps. Number one, make a decision to attach high value. Just decide, I will attach high value. Value others greater than yourself. God has already done this. Uh, Psalm 8, he shows glory and honor. He's crowned us with glory and honor. Can you imagine that? God has crowned humankind with glory and honor. And the scriptures say in Philippians 2 and 3, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. So just take a person and say, I will attach high value to that person. For by grace, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Romans 12, 3. That's showing honor. When I was born in uh, Xenia, Ohio, my dad wasn't allowed to attend the birth. He was outside in a waiting room waiting for me to be born. And he was reading. He was a student at Cedarville College, and he was reading. He was reading an old book of church history. That book is was given to my brother Nathan, and my, I was able to barter and get it in my library. I owned the book that my dad was reading the night I was born. It has value to me. I show honor. I have a book in my library that's a very simple, inexpensive book, but it has four-leaf clovers in it, and they're the last physical remains of my grandfather's farm. 
It's the book from his library where he stored four-leaf clovers, and it has special value to me. Do you see what I mean? I honor it because it has special value. A baseball's a baseball, unless it is the baseball Hank Aaron hit when he hit his 714th home run, his, his record-breaking home run. Then there's a special honor to that. And so this is something that a person can decide to do. And the scriptures say that. And a man, this is one thing a man does. He looks at a person, he says, I will show honor. I'll show honor to my wife. I'll talk to her in a very special way. I'll show honor to my daughter, to my son, to my grandchildren. I'll show them honor. I'll show them respect. I'll make up my mind. I'll make a decision to attach high value. And this is what we're talking about. Make That's number one. Make a decision to attach high value. A young woman and her sister came to me a few years ago for counsel. And I, when I give people counsel, sometimes I go a little bit long because I'm working so hard to give them everything I can give them. I, and I apologized and I said, I'm sorry, I've taken a long time to help you. I hope I haven't taken too long. The young lady said something wonderful. She said, it's okay. I love to hear you talk. My dad loves you. And when I was a little girl, he would read your book to me while I was lying in bed at night. Wow, that man showed honor to me. And then later on, when his daughter was going through a difficult time and needed counsel and encouragement and help, guess what? She listened to me because he had shown me honor. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy 5, 17, that pastors that labor in the word and doctrine should be shown double honor. And why is that? Because your children may need their valuable counsel someday. And so... Make a decision to show honor to someone. Now, the second thing is make a list of the good things about that person and meditate about those things. Now, what we tend to do is we tend to kind of have a list of beefs, uh, things that take us off, things that frustrate us about a person. And you make a little list of that. Think, oh, she does this, he does that. But if Philippians 4, it says, think on good things and whatever's honorable. So, Step number two in showing honor is is make a decision, number one, and then make a list uh, uh, and think, uh, meditate on the good things about a person. Make a list in your heart or make a little book and go over it in your heart continually. Think about the good things your wife does. Think about the good qualities your wife has. Think about her loyalty, her contributions to your life. Think about where you'd be without her. And that will eventually spill over in your speech. It will eventually spill over in your attitude. Um, it, it's interesting. I'm sitting here in, in the second floor of my home on Bittersweet Farm where I often work. It's very quiet where I can, when folks are gone, I can record the podcast. And I just told you about talking to a young man. I just told you about uh, trying to show him honor and encourage him. And then after he left my study, I texted him just to say, hey, it was great to meet with you and I enjoyed it. And what's interesting, I had a little notification just pop up. It's literally on my screen on the right upper right-hand corner. Thank you. I appreciate everything, he says. I showed him honor. And and so this is what you do. You, you, you think about, uh, you think about the person you, you make a list and you think about a person um, and, and the, the things that, uh, that, they, that you value about them. Now, um, Gary Smalley said he was, this is the fellow who wrote the, some wonderful books. He's with the Lord now, but 
He just wrote some wonderful books about human relationships and about honor. He understood this. And uh, some of his best teaching was um, colored by illustrations of his own failures. And he's a very humorous speaker. He said once that he had traveled for his anniversary to Hawaii with his wife. And it was a big deal. So he was super excited about that anniversary. And he wanted to get up early and just milk every moment out of the day. But his wife's idea was that she was going to sleep in and kind of enjoy sleeping in. And so he got up and he wanted her to see the sunrise with him and over the balcony. And so he said, get up, get up, get up. Said, oh, no, no, I want to go to sleep. And he started to tug on the cover a little bit like, oh, come on, get up. And she didn't get up. And then he pulled the cover off of her. So then she had to get up. And, oh, she was not happy with him. And so all day long, there was just kind of an icy uh, difficulty. She just wasn't really happy with them. And, and there was a couple there, a young couple that was going to get married. And they were with them. And that, that evening, they went down to get ice cream all as a group. And um, the young couple went up to get their ice cream. And the lady that was selling the ice cream said, can I give you some marriage advice? Because they were getting married. She says, you know, I watched a series of videos about marriage. It is so helpful. You should watch it. And she began to describe the videos. And they all everyone began to realize the videos were done by Gary Smalley and his wife. And, and uh, so they were standing there kind of watching when everybody realized that. And they said, that's him right over there. He, oh, she goes, that is him. Oh, my goodness. That's the one who did the videos. And he looked over at his wife and she said, you need to get a set of those videos. <laughs> so we never get too good to keep working on showing honor. The second step in showing honor, the first is make a decision to show honor to a person. Second is make a list. Third, after you made a list, then actively, consistently, creatively do that. Express honor to those to the person that you decided to show honor to from the list that you have. This is what the Bible says. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Doers of the word, not hearers only. I have always taken the children out one at a time for their birthday breakfast. And Lois is usually at home with the littler ones and taking and I would take the other ones out. And so this is kind of how that works. She didn't particularly like to get up early and I was more of an early riser. And so I would take a child out for breakfast on their birthday and I would just listen to them. And sometimes we'd just talk about silly things. Sometimes we would, um, I would just uh, ask them about what their plans were for the next year or how I could help them. But then during the breakfast, there would always be a time for the intimate expression of love when we would stop and I would look them in the eye and I would express my, uh, express personal intimacy. I'd express love. I'd forecast God's best future for the life. I'd look them in the eye. Say, Charles, I love you, son. I'm proud of you. Your mom and I love you so much. We're so glad God gave you to us. You're unique. Among all of our kids, you have special qualities that others don't have. And I I know that God is going to use you in a really powerful way. And we love you. You express that honor. That birthday breakfast was a way of showing honor. And it must have been a good way of showing honor. And here's how I know. Now we have eight adult children. And a bunch of them have kids. We have almost 20 grandchildren. And guess what? I I notice all the time and almost every month of the year, somebody's having a birthday. 
and and one of our kids is taking them out for their birthday breakfast and doing the same thing to show them honor. Jesus taught three very powerful ways to show honor in Matthew 5, 44, in the New King James Version. And this was for enemies, but it works for everybody, and that is bless the one you want to honor. In other words, your words are powerful. God's words are powerful. God's name is powerful. And a blessing is is wishing God's best for them. Dale Carnegie said in his book, uh, his famous book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, he said, give people a good reputation to live up to. Well, that was a, a simple way of saying what the Bible says, and that is express that you believe God's best for people and that you're praying for God's best for people. Bless the one you want to honor. That's one thing. Bless the one. My dad was this way. He would say things about me that were almost embarrassing. You'll be able to do this. You'll be able to do that. And he would send me out selling seeds or cards or shoveling snow. He would. It was almost embarrassing to say to to relate to people the things that dad would say. He knew I would be able to accomplish. Um, I'll give you an example. You know, one day he was working on a car, and I was a teenager, I was probably young. Maybe I was in my late teens or early 20s and he was probably maybe 19 and he's working on a car and I was like oh man I need to pay attention I, I need to be able to do this and my dad stopped what he was doing and he stood up and he looked at me and and with with real gravity he said this is not something you're ever going to have to worry about and I didn't understand I thought why is that dad said you you have a great gift and you're going to be a great pastor and others are going to pay you, and they're going to take care of you and see to it you have a car to drive. This is not something you will have to do. Well, the beauty of that was that was a blessing. That was that was um, that was a, a blessing over me, and and the beauty of that is many many years have gone by since then, and in one way or another that's been true. Early on in the ministry, when I had older cars and they broke down, men in the church I can still remember their names, their faces. I'll never forget the kindnesses they showed to me. They helped rebuild my engine. They helped me put on brakes, or they put on brakes for me. They put a timing chain on a car that I would that would otherwise just be discarded in the dump. And then later on, I had company cars and church cars, and 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 income to buy later model cars that are very reliable. That blessing that my dad gave me, the way he honored me, that has come true in a powerful way in my life in that area. Many other areas. Bless your wife. Bless your kids. Bless your grandkids and the people that you want to influence. This is a way of showing honor. A second way of showing honor is do you know bless those who curse you. Do good to those who do evil to you. And so whether they do evil to you or not, you can do good to people. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 9, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of your produce. Give, give things, do good, give gifts, uh, kind acts, thoughtful notes, acts of service, do good to people. You want to honor somebody, say good things about them or to them. Do you want to honor somebody, do good things for them. You want to honor somebody, the third thing Jesus said is pray for them. And this is powerful. When you pray, I called a man today to thank him for his input in my life. And he said, well, this is Thursday. I pray for the Pierponts on Thursday. I prayed for your family. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, this is something for you to pray about. Have you consistently shown honor to those that you ought to show honor to? If you have not, 
You cannot unless God empowers you to do that, but he will. Who, being in the form of God, didn't think it robbery to be equal with God, Philippians 2. He will empower you to with supernatural power to show honor to the people in your life that will powerfully influence them and powerfully enrich your relationships. Be a man, because a man shows love and knows how to love. A man is a lover, and a man is a, one who knows how to show honor to his wife and to his children, to his grandchildren, and to the people in his life. A man has, knows how to honor people. At the end of a chapter on this subject or talk that I saw Gary Smalley give on this subject. He told about a young boy that was trapped in the rubble of a high-rise building that collapsed during an earthquake in Turkey, in modern Turkey. And the boy's name was Arman. Arman was a little boy trapped under these huge rocks and he couldn't get out. But and his but his father said I will not stop until I find him or until I find his body. And even though he was buried under huge rocks, his father just wouldn't quit. And he wouldn't quit gathering other people. And he just kept digging through the rubble until finally, many hours later, he finally removed the last rock. And there he found his boy and he was still alive. And his boy said, I knew you would come for me. I told them you would come for me. This young man knew his father would show him honor. There are people in our lives that are buried under rocks of sin and hurt and rejection and demonic hatred, and they need somebody to say, I will not stop until I find them. They need to know there's somebody coming for them. Those who understand the power of honor are the ones that come to the rescue. May God bless you as you show honor to the people in your life. May God bless the people in your life as you love and as you show honor.